0: Okay.
1: Oh, I just have a funny story I could tell.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> and we'll see. So in the middle of our end of year celebration. For school. Um, for school, for our classical conversations group, there's 150 people. There's kids running everywhere. It's we've just broken the assembly and we're gonna like eat together. Nate has this really serious look and he's sitting by himself, so I'm like, oh let me go check on this. And I go over, and I was like, hey, can I sit here? And he was like, oh, Matt's about to sit there. But you can sit, come sit on my other side. I've been thinking about something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> heavens. Okay, what you thinking about? And he goes, so listen, Devil Went Down to Georgia and Johnny Be Good are like the same song. <gasps> no! I was, he goes, you know, because Johnny's, like, really good at his instrument. Do you think it's the same Johnny? I was like, right now? That's what you're thinking about? That's amazing. There has never been a more perfect mix of Charlie and I. And it's terrifying. That's I said, well, good. you know, it was two different instruments. He was like, a lot of people play two different instruments. <laughs> like, that's at least from my mind, Mom, kind of So I was just like, anyway, do you want a cupcake? (laughs) Good job finishing first grade. (laughs)
2: That's good parenting. I like it. Welcome to Book
0: Fair, a feast for every season of reading.
2: We are a growing community of curious readers who share the excitement of books. We want to read together and feast
1: together through the seasons of the year and the seasons of our lives, and we hope you join us.
3: so great. I have a confession to make before we start. Yeah, go ahead. I have to tell you something me? about me that okay. is the complete opposite of you that I heard recently. Mm-hmm. You're a book finisher, right? I am. I am a, what do you call it? A book non-finisher. Like, hardcore. Like, I, <laughs> there's two things that I do. I don't finish books if it's a waste of time or if it's like, even if I'm close to the end and I'm like, no. Where the crawdad scene? No. Got to the end. Did y'all, have y'all read that? Yes. No. No, didn't, didn't finish that <laughs> one. Um, also the other thing I do that I'm like, it was like my new year's resolution last year to stop doing is reading the end of books before I start. Oh. I feel like the book people are going to come at me with their knives and pitchers. <laughs> yeah, I do it every time. And it's like, it's like one of those things where I'm like opening the book and I'm like, no, don't go to the end. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, and then I do it. And then I'm like, man, I did it. But then I still read the book. So you I just, do you do it with fiction or nonfiction? Every all of them. Everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just what is the what is the last chapter? What's the summary? Like you read the whole last the, chapter first. I sometimes. It depends on how much yes. it grabs you. So definitely you <laughs> definitely, <a> definitely <laughs> gotta find out like what happens to the main characters if it's a fiction Tell story. me the
1: point and I'll tell you if I care.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes.
3: Yes. But people hate that. But it's what I do. And I've been trying to stop. But yeah, so anyways. (laughs) What's
0: really funny about what you said about Where the Crawdads Sing is, I got about halfway through that book. And this I rarely do this, but I got halfway through, and I was emotionally invested. But I could tell the peril the main character was in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to handle it right now if this ends a certain way. So I went to Brett, and I said, look up the plot of this book (laughs) and tell me if it turns out okay. Because if it doesn't turn out good. I'm
3: stopping right now. Yep, I read the ending and I said I'm not reading the rest of this. So, <laughs> nope, <we're
1: done. laughs> no spoilers, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's not just fair or more approved. <laughs> yeah, no, not approved by me. I <laughs> oh, love that. That's
3: funny. So, anyways, I just had to get that confession out there in the open before we start, so we can know who we're dealing. with. Exactly, I, I love feel it. It like
1: only sets the tone for the rest of this conversation <laughs> so perfectly <laughs> as we enter. Non-fiction. Yes, you know why I am the way I am. That's why. So, Jess is a mom of three, and she adjuncts at a local college as a weightlifting coach. During quarantine, she created a small fitness community that has grown into an active and vibrant community of women called Sister Strong.
3: Yes, it's so good. Tell us about Sister Strong. <laughs> yeah, it's just our community of women, and it was really my goal to create, not like, there's a lot of like fitness communities out there that are called like, you know, built by Caitlin or whatever the person's name. And what mm-hmm. I wanted to do is kind of not that, and just create a community for women where they can feel like they have a big active role in it. And part of that is just trying to get women stronger and getting them to love the feeling of being strong. And it, kind of that like cyclical, um, thing that happens when you start feeling yourself getting stronger, you feel you start getting more confident, you start getting stronger mentally, emotionally, physically, all the things, and that's kind of what I have experienced through weightlifting, and what I've seen other women, especially college girls who I'm working with, um, I've seen them develop and grow in that way in just a short amount of time, just a semester of school. So thinking about how that could change someone's life over the long term. Is the whole point. Because there's a
1: huge connection in physical strong and mental strong. Exactly. So if you can suddenly pick up a heavy thing, then you're like, oh, and I can do a hard thing too. Exactly.
3: And if you can just even force yourself to get up and do the thing, the one thing then that's just showing yourself how mentally tough you are because it is hard sometimes to just even stand up off the couch and do a squat, you know, but doing that can really help just all areas. Like I said, it's cyclical. It just like really filters over into so many other areas.
0: I am a huge believer that one part of our being affects all the parts of our being. Yes. Yeah, and agreed. so that improving and becoming healthy in one area always affects the other areas. Yes. So, so true. I love that as a kind of a
3: basis for your community. Yes. Yes. And I love it too because that's kind of my strength or what I, I guess that's like my passion, you would say. But like so many other women have different areas of passion of self-development and self-improvement. And so that bringing that community together, like we have a yoga teacher on and we have like a physical therapist who's a part of the group and like, a, a someone who's a really good writer and she's going to start doing some writing for us, that kind of stuff. So just like the whole gamut of, and also bringing the spiritual aspect in because you know, that's a huge part of it as well. So
1: yeah, you have done a good job so. of making it feel like it belongs to everybody. I oh, know when I went to your the first in person event, said. I was like, this is for all of us. Like yes. it's like I owned it and I did not own it. Yes, and you I
3: did. did. Not. You, she did. She owned but it. I'm just. <laughs> I am like like no, I, I, I just show up and
0: set up
2: stuff. Yes. It. Yes. Um, yeah. That's so I the whole you, you really goal. Really have done that. Well, thank so you. you have
0: you have in person events as She's well.
3: One. one? Yeah, and we're planning another one in August. <gasps> How so cool. yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So. I'll keep you updated on that. So
0: how (laughs) can someone find you if they're interested in Sister Strong?
3: On Instagram, you can find me at jess.paramore. That's where you can find me. And that's where all the information is about Sister Strong. And then once you join, then we have like a Facebook community. um, And you can join there. So yeah, Instagram
2: is where you can find me. I want to say I'm very excited because I just joined Sister Strong. I just found out about it. It's exactly what I've been looking for. And after almost a decade of fighting and recovering from Lyme disease I'm really ready to move forward with the next phase and get healthier in this way and I've got some work to do so if any of you listeners want to join me in this and this is something we could do together yes love it so much that's great so happy to have you
1: all right so you're a big reader
3: yes always have been yeah Going, I'm going through stages of reading just because you know kids and life and all the things. Yeah. But right now, kind of getting back. Once I had my son four months ago, I was kind of like in a state of no reading because you know no sleep. No sleep. Yeah. yeah, and also other kids oh. and just everything. Yeah. yeah. But I'm tr- finally like coming out of that fog, and I feel like I have some mental space to start reading again. And I'm, it's just the best. It's like it makes me so happy. It makes me feel completed whenever I am, you know, in that habit of being able to read. So.
1: So you're a one book at a time immersion.
3: I've That's hilarious. I don't no. <laughs> I
1: don't have many
3: stacks in like physical stacks and also virtual. Just it's a whole it's a whole thing. I can't I need I need lots of things. I don't know. I like having multiple avenues, especially with self help books, because a lot of times you just need ten minutes of whatever that is. Like so for me right now, I am you didn't ask this, but I'm just I want to know. You. <laughs> I am, I've got like four different genres of, you know, wellness or personal development books. And I'm just reading 10 minutes at a time because right now that's kind of all I can digest, especially like for, you know, spiritual, um, business, all that kind of stuff. If I sit and read for longer than that, then it just gets like kind of overwhelming. So I'm just doing 10 minutes at a time of a couple of different books and just trying to like really digest that. That is contrary advice to what, um, some people would say to do. But for me in this season right now, that's what's working.
1: But personal development is asking something of you. So 10 minutes at a time might be very wise because it's not just a story. It's a, we want you to do something.
3: Well, and that's what I was kind of thinking about if someone, which we could talk about this at the end too, but if someone was like, I hate self-help, I don't want to read a self-help book. It seems like too much. That would be honestly the perfect way to start is just 10 minutes a day, 10 pages a day even. And that, I mean, think about how that could compound over time. Just like any habit that you have, you don't start out just like Completely overhauling everything that you do. If you want to do something, you start small. Same with like self help books. If there's an area of your life that you want to improve in and read about, then 10 minutes, you know, that could just change everything about your life if you did 10 minutes, even three days a week. So I think when people get overwhelmed with thinking about self help books, it can really help to just think about scaling it back and just doing a really small amount and even just one idea. That changes your mind could help change your life.
1: So you're like ten minutes of fiction before I jump into my personal development, but maybe as someone else would be like, let me get a little bit of my personal development down a bit area that I before I dive into exactly. my big story. Exactly. That's interesting. So do you track your reading or do you just read it
3: and then move on? Oh, no, life? I, I got to track it. I got to check it off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have Goodreads. That is where I've been tracking. I really wish that Goodreads would have been around whenever I was younger because I can't remember all the books that I have read. <laughs> you could
1: always do what Trisha has I- <laughs> done and go back and track your entire life. Like oh, she has I- Brown Bear on me.
3: That's funny because I just went and looked at my Goodreads last night and I put Charlotte's web on there. So I was like, I know I read that in you know, fourth grade or something. Do it, do it. (laughs) Uh, But yes, Goodreads and that's pretty much the only way. And then I really like to keep physical copies of books which is silliness I just am trying to like purge some but I have kept a lot of physical copies of books over the years Um, I kind of get that too I
1: know the title reminds me of a journey whether it was nonfiction or fiction either one
3: yeah I've been trying to take them to little free libraries kind of like letting them go that way because that just seems like you know someone else is gonna put it in their house so that'll be good
2: but so I'm kind of two minds about this genre, and I'm thinking I probably need a definition, or like a list mm-hmm. of like the sub-genres, or something like that. Yes. I think that might be helpful. I'm so glad you asked that, because <laughs> one of the things I was thinking about with
3: self-help was how much I hate the title self-help uh, like that just feels yeah. no one wants to read self-help because then that makes you feel like you have something wrong with you or like oh, you help helpless. Yeah. You need help, which of course we all need help, but that doesn't, doesn't really feel like the most, um, inviting way to figure out something that you want to read. So I was just th- trying to like brainstorm other names, but I mean, personal development is one that also just seems kind of boring, but I was thinking a good definition of self-help books is more of like wellness You could just put a different aspect of wellness in front of the word. So spiritual, personal, business, you know, all of the different areas. I think that's kind of where everyone is trying to get to is just being well in all of these areas, you know, feeling, um,
2: just feeling better about them. So I don't know that that kind of, is maybe it changes a little bit. Okay, that does help. Because this, I will say, this is not my genre. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk <laughs> to you about it. And already hearing you talk about it a little bit, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I don't, like, maybe it's just a part of this genre that I don't like. Yes. That
1: feels so interesting to me, because in every book you read, you look for the character's growth. Yeah. And so...
2: I guess I would have thought you loved this. Well, I think I love pulling things from story and seeing people's journey. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it. I would love to hear what y'all think. But being a big picture thinker, like the forest kind of thing Mm -hmm. versus the trees for specific logistics, because these are very practical books and... Practical is not where I live in my brain, so maybe that's mm-hmm. part of
1: it. That's interesting. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah like you, yeah. you
2: like to think
0: about the big picture concepts about what could be improved. You don't so much want someone telling you, Bullet point. here's the nitty gritty of what you should do today.
2: Yeah, mm. and I, I have benefited from books in this category, for sure. But it's definitely not something I go to. I don't think I've read one in a long time. Mm. Philosophy kind of things wouldn't be in this category, right? No, like, I don't think so. Mm. Like, I would think um, something like Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life, which sounds like it might be self help, and it might be, but I think there's also a lot of philosophy in that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like that kind philosophy. of thing, but I think yeah. he
1: is sits on the line as as many things yeah, can be yeah. two genres.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I read something like Atomic Habits, I get like. Give me the main idea or like the mm. outline and okay. I'm good. So oh. <laughs> <you've> <laughs> my favorite book, spoiler alert, favorite <laughs> book of all time. So <laughs> Atomic Cat. Habits by James uh. Third.
3: Yeah, I like
2: that one. Yeah. I don't didn't read it cover to cover. You don't need to. But yeah. the idea is like I feel like that book talks to like Fly Lady's book. Cause they're both talking about baby steps. Yes. or are just doing that percentage better. So you might Mm -hmm. just have to
1: look for someone who says the same thing, but says it in your language.
2: Maybe. Yeah.
1: That's an an interesting way to think about it. I can see that. Mm
0: -hmm. I also want to put in that with this type of book, I don't think you have to read them cover to cover. No, Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Like you just, a lot of times, like you said, you can kind of get halfway through and you're like, okay, I get your point. Mm -hmm. And then I'll kind of like skim the rest of it. Like, Mm -hmm. what are your other points about this? Okay. And like,
1: you don't have to convince me.
0: Right. Well, and, and also like, I've gotten the idea, like whatever the author's main point is like, okay, I've gotten your point. I've heard enough of your illustrations. I've gotten the concept. And now you're going to give little examples about how it applies to work, home, family. And I can kind of just go through that. Okay. I see. I see. I see. I don't need to read every word of it.
3: Yeah. Sometimes that is all you need is just the main point, And that can really change a lot about like, even just James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. Um, I've just said like, go follow him on Instagram. Cause he just posts mm. little short blurbs, like literally just a sentence from his book. And sometimes just reading that can just like click something yeah. with you. Um, so yeah, okay. I agree.
2: Okay. Yeah. I do
1: okay. feel like a fake reader a lot of times because a lot of these kind of books, I will just follow them and feel like I've got their content. I got yeah. it in little doses of the day. I don't need to read that
3: book. I and think then I wonder, they would call true? you. They would call you a fake reader because you're not buying their book, but right. I call you a real <laughs> reader because you're reading it and you're getting the idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think so. Interesting. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm as far away from this as maybe I thought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Trisha, do you read this category very much?
0: I do. I mean, I wouldn't say I read it constantly, but I've read a lot of it in my life.
2: This is something I'm kind of the opposite of you, Jess, where I have to make goals. Mm -hmm. If... Well, I don't even make goals. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, now that I'm thinking
3: about it, wait a minute, it out loud. Like, that makes sense. I,
2: really I think Ben will read some of these and tell me which is the good one. And I'm like, Well, tell me what it's about. What's the thing? Yeah. And he tells me the thing from that book. I'm like, okay, I like I've read it. If <laughs> I mind I check it off. Yeah. But um, but I do appreciate those nuggets that come from these. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I think that's great.
1: Um. Okay. So you mentioned having several. How did you say it? Like sections of this category that you're in. Yes. Constantly. So yes. What are they?
3: Current. Well, not. I don't want to say constantly because okay. I do. I have been going. They move around. Yeah. Then. Or like. I mean, like I said, I just went through a period where I like bar- didn't read at all, and then before, like when I was pregnant with Truett, I was only reading fiction I guess emotional I don't know hormones I don't know yeah Yeah. so it's not a constant thing and I that's I think that's kind of like the same thing with fitness with reading I just I don't you can be consistent without being constant you know what I mean yes and I don't I I don't want to like put myself put myself down for not you know going through three months without reading anything for sure and say oh I'm not a reader like I you know you know what I mean
2: that nugget should be in a self help book that you just said. Oh, it <laughs> is. I'm sure it is. You can be consistent without being constant. That's yeah, great. Okay. You know what? I need to write that down. I do. Do. Oh Sister God. Strong <laughs> Post. Coming out. to be Instagram You'll be hearing post. That again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But currently, I've got a couple different genres that I'm going through. And actually, one of my favorite things is having other friends who also read because they will say, mm-hmm. like, hey, have you read this? Yes. Like, no. And they're like, do you want to? And I'm like, yes, yeah. always. Yes, so then that kind of pushes me to read. Also, um, one of those books is a book called um, "Find Your People" by Jenny Allen. It's new, um, and it's just about creating community in a lonely world. I think that's actually the tagline. Um, so that's really good. And that those kind of books are the kind of books that I have to read in short increments because I need time to digest what that really looks like. Otherwise, I'm just like skimming through, reading it really quickly, and forgetting. But
1: so I would not have even thought of. Community building. Now it seems obvious. As a, I mean, I would have thought yeah. you were going to say parenting or marriage or yeah,
3: spiritual well, will. or business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I guess but that's interesting. Yeah, you know, that I that didn't would think be about one that either. too, though. Well, what? Yeah, is it? it I think. I right? think you can yeah. develop yourself. Yeah, because I don't know what other sure. genre that would be in. I think it yeah. probably is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah.
1: Like, oh, that feels like a light bulb for me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: well, it's in the relationship category. Of course. Yes, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that, and then I've got you know business ones course and a fitness one um yeah so that kind of I don't know that kind of just mm-hmm. sums up I don't know
1: so what are you doing you're coming and going from them all day or are you sitting down in a devoted time yes I, well I
3: try to have a devoted time my morning stack is what I call it but sometimes it's evening <laughs> stack sometimes it's you know middle of the day and sometimes I just pick it up whenever but my personality is the type that I do like to have that specific set times so that I can really think. Um, and one of the books actually that I'm reading right now, it's called how successful people think by John Maxwell, John Maxwell is like the goat of Mm -hmm. all personal development books If (laughs) you haven't read anything by him. That would be one to start with, or today matters by John Maxwell. Um, and he, this whole book is about just thinking and it's not even, it's less about success. I guess that kind of, again, that's kind of the thing with the personal development is, people think, well, I don't don't have a desire to be like crazy successful and make all this money, but it's less about success in business and more about just success, just feeling successful in your life. And that's going to look different for every person. What is your definition of success? Um, but that is a really good book about just how to think. And that sounds kind of silly, but just making that time and space to actually just sit in your brain and think, um,
1: so that you can then live purposefully. Correct. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's good.
3: Um, and it just talks about a lot of, about creative thinking and creative energy and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so again, I like to have a set time whenever I can sit down and actually think um, for like a longer than five minutes. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, so
1: like, like bring your coffee out. Exactly. I guess she's still asleep. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, it goes better. <laughs> yeah. So this is
0: really um, amazing, and I don't know if you know enough to know this about me, but I am a professional personal development coach
3: didn't know that. So
0: <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> so when Elizabeth first told us that, I mean, I knew who you were, I'd seen you on Instagram. Um, when she told us that you mostly read self-help personal development kind of books, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense because someone who is a fitness trainer is going to know that most people, they're, they're block to not exercising is not that they don't know they should exercise. Mm-hmm. Like we all know we should exercise. They've been telling, I mean, we were all raised <laughs> in a time period. I mean, I was the raised in the eighties. Yes. yes. The presidential oh, fitness. Wife, Nancy to Reagan told us, <laughs> I mean, we know we're going to be healthier if we exercise. Yeah. Why do we not exercise? Mm-hmm. It's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so it makes complete sense to me that you would be a person who would be very involved in, like you're saying, the mental aspect of what leads us to doing these good things in our life. Mm -hmm. And then what I do as a personal development coach is help people get over those blocks so that they can live the life they want to live. So when you were saying, well, it might sound silly how to think, like to me, that doesn't sound silly at all. Yeah. Because our thoughts drive our emotions and drive our behaviors and then drive what we do. So when we can reflect on how we think and learn to think differently, it literally changes our whole life. Yes. Yes. So okay. all of this really <laughs> I feel like they're about I'm the like high getting, 5 I'm like getting <laughs> pumped.
3: I'm like, can we collaborate? What yes. do we do yes. can we do together? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And that is one of my favorite parts about fitness in general is overcoming those roadblocks. So it's like my yes. favorite thing ever is seeing someone get past a a roadblock and, you know, changing the way that they live because they've changed the way that they think. Yes. Love it. Mm. That's awesome. I didn't know that about you. we have got to talk more about that later. (laughs) And we will. (laughs) Do you want to share some favorites? I would love to. Okay. So, well, we already talked about one of my very favorites of all time is Atomic Habits. And it is because kind of like what you were saying, it is just practical tips about, how to just change your day, your every day, not just change your life. I think people get also caught up on, mm. I don't want to change my life. Like it's too hard. It's too much. But just changing these little pieces of your day. Is that where you
1: got habit stacking from? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. where I got habit
3: st- stacking from. He has all of these like little things like habit stacking and other, other things like that. I can't, of course, they're not coming to my brain right now, but like named that way yeah. to help you um, visualize it. visualize and understand. It's kind of like a reward Um, reward and consequence based system on how to change your habits Um, and it just completely makes sense whenever you read it Um, I wrote down a quote from James clear. Cause I really liked it. It just kind of like sums up what he kind of talks about. It says, it doesn't really matter how successful you are at the moment. What matters is whether your habits are leading you towards success at the moment after. Mm. So everyone has like these goals that they're reaching for, but what really matters is what you've done all this time and what you're going to do after. Like what, how have you developed yourself? Um, in reaching for whatever you're going for. So
1: yes. that is the same concept for adults that I'm always talking about for kids is praise the work, not the outcome, yes. but like, why is mm-hmm. obviously it's true for adults too. Yes. Thank you for catching me up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I feel silly right now, because it's literally the thing I'm always saying yeah. about kids, like don't say you're so smart. Say, I see how hard you work.
3: Exactly. And yes. It's the same thing. Exactly. And I didn't really make that connection either, but that is exactly what that is. Yeah.
1: Because so often we see things for kids that we're like, forget that we are also a human and that matters for us too. Yes.
3: Yes.
2: So true. Well, I think that is something helpful with these types of books is that it takes a principle that maybe I've applied in one area Mm -hmm. of my life, but then it dawns on me, oh, (laughs) it could be applied so much more.
3: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Another one of my favorite um, I guess I guess it is personal development, but it's parenting. It's in the genre of yeah. parenting. Yeah. Is Parenting by Paul David Tripp. Have you guys ever read that? No. Or read anything by him? I read Shepherding a Child's Heart. Okay. Isn't it's, that the same author? It's the same author. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I read that one. Okay, so I think this is maybe a newer okay. um, book, but it is one of the most life-changing books that I have ever read, not just for parents, but for anyone. I mean, it is obviously directed at parents, but I think the whole premise of the book is not to have a checklist on like, I was expecting to read this book because it's, it's called parenting the 14 principles from the gospels to, you know, change, change your parenting or something like that.
2: Hmm.
3: So I was expecting like, okay, 14 things I can do right now. Check, check, check. And like, my kids will be great, you know, spiritually minded, whatever, (laughs) but it's literally the opposite. It's all about changing your mindset from all of these checklists that I have to instill in my kid to do this and change their heart. It's not up to you. It's up to God's grace. And it's all about just releasing yourself from the burden of trying to change your kids. Sorry. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: that's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And relying
3: on his grace. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's hard. It's a very hard and super challenging message for any of us who love them so hard. That we want to like make everything perfect for them.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I, would love to read that. I think there is a lot of false messaging out there that if you do the right thing, quote, the right thing, your kids will turn out a certain way. And that's like a flow chart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so just, true. It is, <laughs> yes. not, so true. Mm-hmm. it is not
3: true. That is the overlying message of this book is take it off your shoulders and put it onto his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's super freeing to, to read that.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to relationship. Yeah. And that the parent child relationship is so paramount, but as important as that is, it pales to the father God. Direct relationship with our children that mm-hmm. we are not mm-hmm. necessarily like right in the middle of that, yeah. Right. Know, relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can and see
3: why I can only read ten minutes at a time. <laughs> so I can like, only read yeah. ten minutes. Don't put okay. in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally with you on that. I like go scroll memes in between. I'm like, okay, I'm like okay, I'm find any meme. There's all a right, cat we're back. video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I have, I have two more. And these kind of go together. And Great. one thing that you said, I feel like this would be a really good book for people to start with, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. This might be a good book to start with if you struggle with the, like, little nitty-gritty points. And you'd yeah. rather have a big picture book. One of them is called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Hmm. And the other one is called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And that's... a. Uh, you like that I one? I love it Elizabeth's so. doing a yeah. dance. I'm a huge Carol Dweck Me fan. Me too, because it's, it's all... I mean, her books are growth related growth to... Growth mindset. Yeah, growth mindset to teachers. So when I was a teacher, first grade teacher, before I had kids... I, which, wow, that, that makes me feel old. Like I I'm not even a of, teacher. I'm like, I'm still in my twenties, but it feels like that was <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So when I was a teacher, I read a bunch of Dweck books and that was one of them that I was like, this is not just for teachers. This is for everybody uh, needs to read this book. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. So that one, and then the big leap, especially, and again, I, I hesitate to recommend books sometimes because especially these type, because you have to, you have to take some and leave some. Of course. And some yeah. of the things in this book by Gay Hendricks are a little, uh, what's the word? Frou I don't know. Um, <laughs> a, little hokey, a little bit, maybe for somebody, but maybe not for others. Um, but it's just a good overall big picture of, just how to change your thinking. And he talks about something in that book called the upper limit problem. Hmm. I don't know if y'all have ever heard that about that no. before. No. Um, it's really cool concept of just how we self-sabotage t- when we start getting happy, yes. when we start getting joyful when we start getting successful. Hmm. We have, we put the limits on ourself. Oh yep. my word. It's really I really will just profound. be driving
1: and have the like walls close it, in, yes. and he, I'll think, I'm literally, something's about to happen.
3: Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I, Can you not, what you just said is like a direct quote from his <gasps> book. That is a real concept that all of us go through.
1: I mean, like, I'll get like an ears ringing feeling. He, he talks mm-hmm. about these physical
3: responses, ears ringing, all kinds, like oh body tension. And yes. I will
1: suddenly like back off my space from the driver in front of me, like literally... Everything is too good right now.
3: It's it's a real concept. Oh my word! And he talks about how to help yourself overcome. You have to read it. You have to. You have to read it. It's really good. But again, so so I can can stop
1: following fifteen car links all of a sudden.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Sorry, we're all gonna miss this (laughs) (laughs) line.
3: Yeah, and one of the things that he talks about in the book is affirmations, and that was really the first time I had ever reading this book was the first time I had ever really. The only time I'd ever heard about affirmations was, like, I don't know, it was it was in yoga or like mm-hmm. circumstances like that, where I kind of felt like this is not for me, but he talks about how life-changing and empowering affirmations can be. Mm-hmm. And especially for us as Christians and a spiritual aspect too, we can affirm ourselves in Christ as well. And the things God has equipped us for, he doesn't talk about that in his book, but I think that's definitely a way that you could apply that as well. Um, but his affirmation that he recommends you saying to yourself every morning, I really like it. Um, it's I expand in abundance, success, and love every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. Hmm. I'm going to read it again. I expand in abundance, success, and love every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. And I think that could look obviously different for every person, you know, that love could be, you know, love for your family, love for your children, love for God, love for, you know, success could look like so many different things, whatever success looks like for you, but just telling yourself in the, in the morning, every morning, I, this is how I will expand and I'll inspire others to do the same is I feel like that's super powerful. And I had never, i would never done affirmations before until this. And he also talks a lot about gratitude and stuff like that. Um, affirmations are so powerful, so powerful. and they're really, they are a way of teaching
0: yourself truth. Mm -hmm. exactly I like the use
1: of the word expand instead of grow because expand feels like a natural occurrence that you're not fighting where growth feels like Almost guilt driven. I need to do this, mm-hmm. and it just allow this to happen. You are already.
3: You have read this book. No, nope. you are <laughs> quoting
2: this book. <laughs> you are literally quoting this book, Elizabeth. You have got to read this book. <laughs> what if I secretly wrote it and didn't tell y'all? <laughs> are you Gay Hendricks? <laughs> him?
3: Yeah, that it's really it's really good. I definitely think you should oh, read I it. I really
1: like that. Yeah, I am going to think about it all day.
3: Yeah, you should maybe download the audiobook. Just like knock it out real quick. Okay, maybe I'm not I'll. telling you what to do, but I feel like you would. You are do like really doing it. <laughs> I want to talk to you about it. That's why <laughs> I love it.
1: So what I'm hearing is that the reason you're reading all these books at one time is because you have this like pyramid that is building from all sides. Hopefully, it's like how you're envisioning. Almost. I think so. Yeah. So that's a really interesting for someone who feels like this one book is just going to beat me up.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: But if I'm reading little bits of this over time and I'm dealing with different areas of my life. And I also heard you say freedom, not guilt at one point in this conversation too. Mm -hmm. That... That's a really, I don't, I think that's something that maybe a lot of people wouldn't assume about a personal development book.
3: Well, and what you said is exactly true. It's 100% how I feel and why I avoid, as an Enneagram 3, avoid the feelings. So sitting down and reading the whole book that's going to literally beat me up and make me feel horrible or make me feel like I have so much to do, it just, it it doesn't work for my brain right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly what you said. I think just digesting it um, in smaller pieces is a good way to do it.
1: So you also told me that your actual list is gigantic and that you might would compile that for us.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, I wouldn't say it's gigantic, but it's not, it's longer than this. So yes, yeah. I would love to compile a, a list. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I may even ask my dad, too, to just, like, throw in a couple titles in there because I get my recommendations from him. I just kind of, like, filter through. So. so we've talked a
1: little that's bit on this great. podcast about personal culture, so I'd love for you to share your dad's reading really quick because I feel like yeah. that feeds so
3: much into oh, you. Oh, well, yeah, that's, I mean, I probably wouldn't be, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe my path would have naturally led toward this direction. But, yeah, my dad is big personal development um coach and speaker and all that good stuff. And so growing up, which maybe he doesn't want me to share this, but it's fine. He won't know. Um, like inst- and maybe this also defines a lot about me. Y'all will understand. This is why I'm not good at domestic tasks because I did not get paid like for chores growing up. That was not something that we did. I mean, maybe a little bit every now and then. But what he did was he would pay me to read books personal development books. Like if you read this book, ten dollars you know, whatever that sounds very um, trivial, but it really was like, this is what's important to our family. This is what's important to you. So this is what you're going to be working for kind of thing. But luckily for me, I enjoyed it. So, I would read and then I would get paid and it would be great. Right. <laughs> and then I would really go to Barnes and, Noble and buy more books and
2: it would be great. He could yeah. pay me to read them too. Right? I know. I'm like, Dad, what happened to that? Can we can we keep that tradition going, please? Right.
3: No, but he continues to read. I can't remember how many books a month he reads, but he flies. He wakes up at four AM. He's one of those those people. He got a lot of his, you know, habits and things. From you know the John Maxwell's and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and so he is a CEO at a bank, and before he retired recently from that, he's doing something else now. But he had his people put together a Jim's library, and every week they would he would like kind of do almost like this, but in written form, just recommending a book to his to all of his people, um, and so that's where I got a lot of my book recommendations growing up, and then now I just tag along his audible account. And I just like, you know, whatever he listens to, then I'll listen to that's amazing. <laughs> line, I mean, summer. They, we don't overlap in a lot. Cause his are a lot of about banking and stuff like that. But, um, the spiritual ones and the personal development ones, I will just piggyback off that. So
2: yeah. a, that's so neat that y'all share that. Yeah. In it's really you. fun. Yeah.
3: It's a cool thing for sure. Yeah. I'm really thankful for that influence. Do
0: either of you have a favorite in this category you'd like to throw oh, yes,
3: out? Yes,
2: please.
1: So I think that's the Carol Dewitt book I've read, yeah, which is my favorite. But I always call it the Carol Dewitt book.
3: Well, you know that. But works I too. feel like
1: she's written a few at this point. What's so it called again?
3: Mindset. Mindset. I think mm-hmm. that's it
1: because I heard her on a TED Talk first, and then went and got the book. Yeah, and the TED Talk I was like two inches from the TV, like get this information in me. It's blowing my mind.
3: Yeah, her writings have really revolutionized like teaching in general. Like. All I mean, the teaching practices. You don't
1: think that I will get my kids right in their face and talk to them about their neuropathways. <laughs> and I know this is hard right now, but this is what's happening in your brain and you are doing it. Love it. And we are doing it. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Love that's it. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. I think it's,
1: and I remind myself of that. Like, yeah. so it's not me parenting. It's me and my relationships. It's me and my job. It's me and my balance. I mean, it's yeah. for, it touches every
0: area yeah. of my life for now me. Now
3: that you say that too, I think There are. I think maybe she's written a kids' book about growth mindset. She has. And there's other books. Like I bet if you just googled like growth mindset books for kids, Mm -hmm. there would be a bunch that would pop up, and that would be a really good thing Mm too to do too.
2: So would personality typing books be in this category? Yes. 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 I almost. Uh Yeah. Okay. I almost was
3: going to mention the Enneagram book. um, What's it called? The Road Back to back to You. Yeah, but. I didn't know if that really would apply. I
1: I think it does. does. I was going to ask y'all. Yep. I mean, that's the whole point of personality. And so the road back to you and the Richard Rohr one, what is it? A Christian perspective. It's called the Enneagram, a Christian perspective. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would probably, if I had to pick one, it would be something like that. The road back to you or a Myers-Briggs one. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that really, do you have a favorite Myers-Briggs book? You can think about it. We can put it in show notes. Something about nature or nurture by nature. Hmm. Nurture by nature. Like, I don't agree with every single thing in there, but it was really thinking shifting for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's helped me more than a parenting book has, or even like to understand myself better. Mm -hmm. And in terms of understanding others for the purpose of relationship building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I would say maybe that book. Awesome. I'll I love it. Out. Yeah.
0: Have you read better than before by Gretchen Rubin?
3: I, Oh, I started it. You didn't like it. I, I need to probably give it another shot, but I did not finish it. I got maybe like not quite halfway through and then I didn't, I didn't finish it, but honestly, I don't remember why it was a while ago. Maybe I'll have to revisit. Tell I, me about it.
0: I love that book. We did it in book club. Did you read it? I, I don't think I was around. So the thing I like about it is, she basically says at the beginning of the book that something that is wrong with a lot of books about habits is that they kind of act like the same habit strategies will work for all people. Mm. And so she approaches habit forming through what she calls the four tendencies.
1: Oh, that's where I've heard of that. Which oh, is the way... I did read that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I loved that one too. <laughs> that was super helpful. I didn't read the whole thing though. <laughs> well, you don't have to read the whole thing. Like yeah. we keep saying. Yeah, exactly. great. But basically how you internally respond to external responsibility and internal responsibility. And... It was super helpful for me, super helpful for me in my parenting, especially when I realized that I am an obliger, which means I tend to conform to both external rules people want to put on me and rules I put on myself. I conform to them all. And my first son is on the other side of the bell curve. He's a rebel, which means he rebels against all of them. Mm -hmm. So in the middle, most people are one of the other two, which is... They either tend to conform to rules they make themselves or they tend to conform to the rules other people make, Um, but not the other one. So they conform to one, but not the other. Yeah, I oblige both. My oldest son repels both. So knowing that, I think I read this when he was like 15, like really timely helped me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It like super helped me because we were just...
2: uh, Two ships passing.
0: Yes, we were just butting heads, and I could not understand him. And it helped me understand him so much better and accept him for who he was and parent him from a place of his natural tendencies.
1: Mm. Um, Nurturing strengths, not just combating things.
0: Yes, and also appreciating the good things about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not just seeing it as a... This is frustrating, but understanding there's a lot of strength in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being able to parent him and work with him on bringing out the strengths of those things and not just being frustrated with the weaknesses. My friend oh, Lindsay had me take good. that
1: test, but I haven't read the book.
3: It's so good. I'm going to I'm gonna revisit. I'm going to do it because that you just changed my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was her writing style. I didn't love maybe. Like yeah. Some that people don't love her voice. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to try it out. That sounds really good. Something like I need to hear. So, we
0: kind of talked about this before, but in this category, you also can get this information often, like you said, by just following the person on Instagram or going to listen to some podcasts. So, if you're a person that's like, I'm not going to go pick up five personal development books, it's not my personality, I'm just not going to do it. You can go to that person and search in the podcast app because if an author has any standing at all, they'll exactly. do a bunch of interviews when their it's book true. comes out and you can pretty much get the highlights of their book exactly by yeah. listening to a couple of podcast interviews or by going and reading, Brett and I do this, when we don't have time to read a whole book, we just go find some reviews and read mm. a summary yeah. that someone has written a book review or a summary and you can get all the information, all the main points. And then sometimes after I, sometimes I read all the main points and I think that's what I needed. Thank you so much. And sometimes I read all the main points and I'm like, I would want to read that whole book. Tell me all the things. I feel like that's,
3: yeah. Well, that's exactly what I did last night when I was thinking about the Big Leap book. And I I knew I wanted to like talk about some specific things. So I just went and Googled the summary of the Big Leap. And there are a couple that are, you know, five star reviews or whatever, or their reviewers are five stars. They get five stars from other people. And I just went through and reread their summary and I was like, oh man, I got to read this whole thing again because it's so good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you could absolutely get, you know, all those points and more from just a summary.
0: And you can preview it that way and know, is it worth tracking down at the library or, you know, buying a copy? Yeah. Um it's they're just really easy to preview that way whereas with fiction if you're not like Jess and you don't want to spoil the ending (laughs) exactly that could be a little bit harder because with fiction Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want to read a whole description of the whole thing exactly right because it was you know it'll spoil the journey Mm -hmm. but with these kind of books I heartily recommend it yep and read those chapter
3: titles too and just go pick a chapter that sounds good to you That also helps.
2: And there's usually a lot of headings within the chapters Mm -hmm. that you could just read those sometimes or just zoom in on the sections you want more detail on. That's really helpful, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I liked this.
2: This was fun. I have some new books. Get into
0: Jess, thank me you too. so much for thank taking your time, time and coming to my, my house. Awesome, Aww. seriously,
3: y'all are doing so well! Like, I just can't even, y'all are so professional, and the episodes <laughs> are so good. Oh, I love it!
1: So, we've got oh, to say, you. go look for Jess Paramore on Instagram, yeah, be encouraged me. in your strength, and build it with her.
2: <laughs> Let's do it. Let's lift some weights. I found the it link to join, so good for me. I found the link to join Sister Strong in her Instagram description. Yes. So what's your is. Instagram name?
3: Jess.Paramore. Jess.paramor. That's where you find it. And then it's the link is just right there. You can just, if you don't like Instagram, you can just go click that or you can email me at Jess.Paramore at gmail.com if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <Boom.
2: laughs> Thank Yay. you so much for Thank coming. You <laughs> so listeners tell us what has your history with the self help genre Ben. Do you have a certain subcategory that you gravitate to more than others? What are your favorite titles? Do you have some favorite authors? Tell us all about it. And until next time, I'm Trisha. I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. And happy self-helping.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, subscribe to Book Fair Podcast.
2: Join our Facebook group, find us on Instagram, or email us at chat at bookfairpodcast.com. And don't forget to tell a friend.